the convention collective Sandbox. At Emerald City Comic Con 2019. Hi, this is Dan Berry. I'm here at Emerald City Comic Con with author Jonathan Mayberry, talking about some of the projects he's currently working on, as well as some upcoming projects he's working on. So I know you brought a Patient Zero book with you to the interview, being that it's in development as for a TV series. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, the Joe Lenter series, of which Patient Zero is the first book, um, is, my, is a long-running series. I, I, the tenth book just came out, so I, and I just finished the eleventh. It's a, a fun, weird series. It's a special ops against terrorists with weird science weapons. Each book is a different type of weird science. And uh, this, you know, I do a lot of research with world-class scientists to make sure the science is rock solid. And there's a lot of action and a, a lot of snarky humor because why wouldn't I put snarky humor in an action story? And uh, Sony has, has, is developing it now for a possible cable TV show. Got it. And um, being that, the, when did the, the, the Sony news break? Is that recent news that it happened? Or? Um, yeah, they, they optioned it uh, about a year ago. Uh, but there's some stuff that I can't talk about that that's, we're going to be doing some uh, some press releases on. But there are some developments coming up that, that we're all going to want to shout about pretty soon. <laughs> awesome. And I know you're also working on um, V Wars as a is that that is a TV series as well, correct? Yeah, V Wars uh, is going to be on Netflix. Uh, the first season should drop on Netflix, I believe, either November or December. We haven't gotten a, an actual date yet, but it's likely going to be November or December of this year, starring in Summerholder. Uh, it's a vampire apocalypse series, but it's not supernatural. It's it's a science fiction take on on vampires. It's the the, the quick setup is melting polar ice released a, an ancient disease that triggered a dormant gene, and that gene codes for vampirism. And people around the world are turning into vampires, and um, it's a culture clash. You know what defines us as human. Uh, there's a lot of xenophobia in it, and um, it, 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 a lot of stuff torn right from the headlines. And it's going to be a, a, a really great show. I've I was on the set. Um, I saw actually saw Ian yesterday here at uh, Emerald City, and um, I got to watch the dailies uh, as they were shooting. They they hooked me up to watch those. I am very enthused about the way they're handling it. Now, is it going to be an ongoing series? Is it a limited series? Is there anything you can talk about? Well, right now, uh, you know, they shot the first ten episodes of of, of, a, of of season one. Okay. And you know, once those are edited and cut, they'll make the decision about whether it's renewed for season two. Okay. So they've got to see the final product before they you know decide how enthusiastic they are, but. I don't think we're going to have a problem getting renewed, um, <laughs> especially, I mean, Ian has a, has a massive fan base, yeah. and we have actors in the show uh, from a lot of really cool uh, other programs. We, we have a- actors from The Expanse, from Orphan Black, from Smallville, The Flash, um, you know, a lot of different, uh, Battlestar Galactica, a lot, a lot of different um, uh, very popular uh, shows quality actors from those are, are going to be in or are in V Wars so the fans are going to love the show awesome now what other books are you currently I know at your booth here or the booth you're sharing here there was tons of books out tell us about some of the recent books that you put out well uh, I write three to four novels a year plus okay. comics and short stories so the recent books I, I have Broken Lands which is the first of a new spin-off series of my um, Rot and Ruin uh, YA series it's a young it's an post-apocalyptic series about growing up 14 years after the zombie uprising. And uh, the, the original series did really, really well around the world, and this is the first book of a new spin-off That just came out. Uh, also, book 10 of the Joe Ledger series, Deep Silence, came out recently, and uh, a lot of fans are really happy with that. Um, got a lot of great feedback on it, and it 
technically ends the first phase of Joe's career. He was with this particular group uh, for, for 10 books. And as of that, yeah, that book, that's the end of that group. But he's starting a new book, so I, I just finished Rage, the first in the new Joe Ledger International series. Okay. So basically, like in, like in Comic's book, a new story arc. Yeah, and it'll give him a, a, the bigger stage na- internationally to play on. I also uh, been back in the comic book space after a two-year absence. I, I, I have uh, Viewers God of Death coming up soon, which is a standalone, uh, and uh, Road of the Dead, which was uh, a prequel to an unfinished script by George Romero, the, the creator of Night of the Living Dead. Nice. And um, so this is a prequel, uh, three-issue comic. We had a blast with it. The individual issues sold out. So now it's coming out in trade soon. And uh, they're also collecting all of the original V-Wars comics. Uh, original V-Wars was, was in two forms. It was a, a series of prose shared world anthologies. The series is based on my framing story within those books. Okay. And there were also a uh, run of, of comics, which were collected in two graphic novels. But they're going to collect all the comics into one big uh, uh, omnibus edition. And who's releasing that omnibus? Th- that's uh, uh, IDW. IDW, okay. Yeah. And I, I write for a lot of different publishers. The Joe Ledger series is with St. Martin's Griffin and Macmillan imprint. Uh, the Rotten Rune series is, is with Simon & Schuster. But I've got books with Tour and, and a number of other companies. I, I, I tend to write a lot, and I write all over the place. <laughs> got it. So basically, whoever, publish, whoever wants to publish your book, you know, yeah. basically you're a mercenary, basically. Uh, yeah, I'm a uh, freelancer. You know? and, uh, Marvel has been reprinting a lot of the stuff I did for Marvel. They, they reprinted my Black Panther Doom War. Okay. Uh, they reprinted um, my Punisher stuff, um, Captain America stuff, and even one of my Deadpool projects got into a, into a Deadpool collection recently. <laughs> Uh, so it's fun when, when they, they take some stuff I did, you know, uh, 10, 12 years ago and, and bring it back, back out again. Um, and the people who are coming to Marvel because of the movies get to see those books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now, those books are, are those characters are in popularity with the, the huge movie success that oh, all yeah. of them are having. Well, sure. When we did Black Panther, um, I, I did, I did the, the book shortly after Reggie Hudlin did his run. And Reggie was one of the, you know, the top writers in the book. And I, you know, Black Panther was was not a household word back then. That was two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yeah. <laughs> and now everybody knows Black Panther. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. The, like here, here at the con, you're seeing some marvelous Black Panther cosplay. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Yep, like earlier today, I talked about with Vida Ayala about the Shuri series, mm-hmm. which, and I asked her about the same thing. How was it like working on that title after the movie came out? So we kind of talked a bit about that. Yeah, and I, actually, it's it's interesting because when I did the Black Panther comic, um, as Reggie was ending uh, his run. He had T'Challa injured so that Shuri had to step up to be the Panther. So my entire run of Black Panther was Shuri as the Black Panther. <laughs> nice. So I, I was the first person to write Shuri as the Panther, and I had a blast doing that. But but the new run that, that she's working on is fantastic. Awesome. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, on the comic book side, do you have any upcoming projects that you can talk about? Um, well, there's one that's actually, we're actually going to announce next week at WonderCon. Okay. So I can't two weeks. talk about two weeks in, yeah. uh, now at WonderCon. I can't talk about it, but it's a brand new original series. It's science fiction based, but it's also very much torn from the headlines. Uh, deals a lot with um, uh, uh, xenophobia, with racism, with intolerance, but with also science fiction, strong science fiction uh, backbone to it. And that'll be an IDW book. Okay. Um, and I'm very likely to do more V Wars comics, especially as we get close, closer to the release of the, uh, the series. Kind of as a, almost a tie-in to the series, get people familiar with it. Yeah. See, right now we're not so not so sure how we're going to handle that because the the series goes in a different direction than the original source material, the books of comics. Okay. Um, as as adaptations will. Um, so right now, like the new God of Death V Wars comic that's coming out continues the, st- the, the, the original series but isn't yet a straight adaptation or straight tie-in to the show 
And that's something that, that Netflix, we're discussing with Netflix to, to find out when it, it's okay for us to do it. Because if we do comics that are tied to the show now, it's going to give away what's in the show. Okay. <laughs> so probably once the show's up, then we'll get the green light to do stuff that's more directly. So it'll be kind of, uh, in comic form, it'll be V-Wars 2.0. So Got it. Two different V-Wars universes. <laughs> kind of like, like there is with, with uh, uh, True Blood, uh, when they had the True Blood comics. It didn't quite match the show, right. but were still effective. Um, we're going to do something like that. Awesome. And other than the comic, which is going to be announced, which you can't really talk about, do you have any other comic book projects or graphic novel projects? Well, right now, uh, my the only graphic novel projects I have are the are the uh, the Road of the Dead, which is coming out in, in trade form, and the uh, the God of Death, and this new comic I can't talk okay. about. So <laughs> that, that that's kind of filling my comic plate right now because it's it, I'll be writing a monthly comic starting when I get home from here. Okay. I've got the first issue due right away. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, we have a great creative team and all of that's going to be announced. Uh, I'd love to be able to talk about it now, but I, 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 I can't. IDW says do not. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll send ninjas after me. Yeah, well, I'm on the press release, so I'm sure I'll see news about it the minute yeah, it breaks. You will. You will. <laughs> got it. Now let's talk about your career in general. How long have you been a writer? Well, I've been a, a, a published writer since 1978. Okay. I was a nonfiction writer for most of my career. And it was always part-time until 2006. So I did a lot, you know, hundreds of articles on martial arts and self-defense and safety awareness, which was my field. Um, Being that, like, so you're, to me, you were bodyguarding yeah, well, previously. I, I, I'm an eighth-degree black belt jiu-jitsu. I've been doing 55, in martial arts for 55 years. Oh, um, I did not think you were that old, honestly. <laughs> I, started, I, started, I started when I was, when I was a kid, when okay. I was about, uh, about five years old. Oh. And so I've been doing it for a long, long time. And uh, but I was a bodyguard. And I, I I taught at Temple University, teaching uh, martial arts history and women's self defense and other things. So I, I wrote extensively on that. Uh, I've written training manuals for for SWAT and special forces and nonfiction books of all kinds. And then in two thousand, uh, like the early two thousands, I I started thinking about maybe trying fiction. I had never done fiction before. Never even studied how to write <laughs> fiction. And so I just sat down and and spent actually spent a couple of years learning how to teaching myself how to write a novel. And I wrote a novel called Ghost Road Blues. I just wanted to see if it would work. And it wound up not only getting me an agent and getting sold very quickly, but it won a Bram Stoker Award for Best First Novel. Nice. Which, as validation goes, is pretty strong. Yeah. So I, I, uh, that book came out in 2006. And this past Monday, I finished my 35th novel, which was, which was Rage. So um, clearly the, the fiction thing was what I, what I was aiming toward my whole life. <laughs> now I write... Three, about three to four novels a year. I write um, uh, a couple different comics a year, and I write um, anywhere from six to twelve short stories a year, plus essays. Like I'm going to be doing an essay on the Black Panther character um, for Full Bleed, which was a trade um, uh, journal for the comics industry. Yeah, I've been getting their press release for that too. I can't. Yeah. I know it was a Kickstarter, right? Yeah, yeah they did yeah. a Kickstarter for yeah, it. I think they're. Uh, I think my essay will be in uh, uh, book four. Okay. And I think book three just recently hit, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know you said you started out part-time. What was it like jumping from part-time to making this your full-time job? How did uh, that transition happen? Well, because I, I got a literary agent, she got me a good deal for, for my first novel, which actually is, is a trilogy. So that, that was able to give me enough income to be able to do this full-time. And very quickly... My, I went from, from struggling to pay the bills to having a very comfortable life. My books sell really well, thank God. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, really, knock wood. Um, and I, because I write a lot, I have a lot of product out there, and each product then is an income generator. Yeah, I mean, like I said, at your booth here, there was 
20, 25 books it looks like. I and, don't even and know. That's, that's maybe a fifth of what I have out. Yeah. You know, and they didn't have all my graphic novels. I have 17 graphic novels out. And, yeah. Uh, 15 short story collections. I'm sorry, 12 short story collections, 15 anthologies. My latest anthology that I'm editing is, is going to be a lot of fun. There was a series of books written by Alvin Schwartz called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay. Like Campfire Tales for Kids are really popular. Well, you know, Alvin, of course, has passed. So I've been, I was, I was asked to write a, to edit a tribute anthology. Awesome. So that's my, my latest anthology. It has R.L. Stein, the creator of Goosebumps, and, and Madeline Rue, and Brendan Reichs, and, and you know, Cami Garcia. It's a great lineup of, of best-selling uh, children's uh, and YA writers. And that'll be out, come out from HarperCollins next year. Okay. Um, but I've, I've, I've done, like, I, I did a Night of the Living Dead anthology with George Romero. The right. last project George completed before he died, we did that anthology. And The Godfather of Zombies. Yeah, and a good friend, too. He was a good guy. I uh, did an Aliens anthology, Colonial Marine Stories set in the Alien Universe. Nice. But also, you know, generic ones like um, uh, an anthology I edited, a couple of anthologies I edited based on murder ballads and creepy um, uh, folk songs. Okay. And did one on hard-boiled horror. You know, anything that, that strikes my fancy, you know, I run by my agent, and if it seems like a project that would make money and be fun, because it's always got to be fun, I jump in. Got it. Now, um, I know you've done, like you said, you've done both prose and um, comic and graphic novels. Which artists would you like to work with if you could work with any current comic book artist? Oh, boy. Uh, well, probably the, the artist that um, uh, we got, our styles meshed so well is Ken Lashley. He was okay. an artist on, on Black Panther. I love his style of art. It's similar to a Neil Adams realism style, and I love realistic artwork. And he was just fantastic for, for that. Uh, uh, for the Black Panther, but his style of art is great. You know, of course, I, w- I would love to uh, work with Neil Adams or Bill Sakevich <laughs> or some of those guys. But uh, I've been very fortunate in the artists that I've gotten uh, to work with have actually suited the individual material. Like, much as I love realism, I did a bunch of stuff with Goran Parlov, who's a more primitive style of art. Okay, but it was perfect for <coughs> some of the. Um, um, post-apocalyptic Punisher stories I did. Got it. And so it kind of fit, yeah. The artist fit the book. <coughs> Very much. Right. And I'm working with Alex Milne now on um, the V-Wars God of Death and he's, he's absolutely perfect for that. Awesome. Now, what's on your current pull list if there are, if you have time in between writing all these well, <laughs> projects? <coughs> I, I love a lot of what IDW does with its mashup stuff, like, you know, Planet of the Apes meets Star Trek and okay. like that. I love that kind of stuff. But my pull list, I usually wait until the trades come out. You know, it's just easier for me because I, I take a couple with me when I travel. Right. Uh, <clears throat> anything Mike Mignola. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll any any Hellboy, BPRD, um, Abe Sapien. You know, I love all those books. So the Mignola first, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mike's a good friend too. Uh, anything Colin Bunn does. Um, Harrow County, with, he did with Tyler Tyler Crook. Absolutely amazing horror horror book. And I had done a book with Tyler Crook, the artist. Um, uh, Black Science, which is a really great uh, science fiction adventure, time traveling or inter- interdimensional traveling. Um, Chew, I love that. Eric nice. Powell's coming back to The Goon. So that's the sort of stuff yeah. that's on, on my, my pull list. I uh, loved Ms. Marvel, loved um, the Hawkeye run. I uh, kind of wish they'd do more with, with, with that. And, of course, I follow anything Black Panther. Okay. <laughs> cool. And where can people find you on social media? I am all over social media. The only trick is to spell my name the right way. Okay. <coughs> which I do. Miss, yeah. Which I do. When I was trying to search you, I was like, oh, I spelled it wrong. Yeah. It's the Scottish <laughs> spelling of Mayberry. So it's M-A-B-E-R-R-Y. So you look for Jonathan Mayberry. I'm on Facebook, <coughs> Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn. And anywhere you look on social media, you'll find me. And also, I have a website, JonathanMayberry.com. And if any, anyone who's, who's listening to this are writers, 
I have a whole page of free stuff for writers, which include everything from a comic book script to notes on how to format a novel, uh, query letters. It's all free stuff for writers. You just go check it out. Got it. And any last words for our listeners? Well, I'll tell you, if you if you don't go to Comic Cons, you're missing out some of the uh, the best fun you can have. Um, comic book people are a family. Um, Emerald City Comic Con puts on a great show for one thing yeah this is one of my favorite shows of the year it's my first time here and i'm sold it's my third i mean the artist alley here is just i mean there's 700 give or take creators there yeah and and just massive everywhere i turn i'm running into either um people i know from from different parts of the business of longtime fans who i've never met in person before uh colleagues i tell you it's you know the last couple days i've just had it's been like a party you know, it doesn't feel like I'm here for work. It feels like I'm here for fun. <laughs> I feel as much like I'm an attendee as I am a professional. <laughs> now, so being that go, go to go to Comic Cons, go to Emerald City Comic Con. Now, being that you mentioned the fan thing, <clears throat> tell us about one of the the best fan moments you had when a fan actually met you. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I had a um, uh, well, actually the first one is, is kind of a, an embarrassing story. I can tell, <laughs> tell that. So I, I'm at a I'm at a, a team a book festival in Texas. 5,000 people there and this little little girl walks up to me 11 year old girl stomps up to me points at me and yells I hate you at the top of her lungs <clears throat> of course everybody suddenly looks and you see a little girl yelling at a, at a guy you know an adult male saying I hate you so context matters it turns out on the way to the, the book festival she had finished one of the books and one of her favorite characters died oh, and she got to that chapter just as they pulled up to the building her parents ran over, very embarrassed, and, and said that she loves the books, but, um, you know, I killed off her favorite character, and <laughs> she wants to stab me to death. Um, I guess my favorite fan moment is, is when I, uh, it's really weird, I was, I was at Comic Palooza, in, in, uh, also in Texas, and I had uh, run into Stan Lee, and I'd met him a couple times before, and, you know, Stan Lee, Stan Lee, he's an yeah. iconic figure. And um, he, he came up to me, you know, I was saying hi to him, and he says, oh, I, I, got, I got something you need to see. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he pulls out a copy of my Captain America Hell Hydra trade paperback. Oh, jeez. And he said, I bought a bunch of these, and I want you to sign them because, you know, uh, that story, it's not the Hail Hydra they did recently where Cap was evil. Right. This was a, a story I did where each, it was five issues, each issue was set in a different era of Cap's career okay. with a different artist matching the styles of that. And he thought I had done a really good job, you know, matching the, the not only the, the art styles, but the storytelling styles and how they evolved over the years. And he loved the book, and he said, you know, um, because of that, I'll, I'll, I'll read any comics you write. Oh, jeez. And, I, you know, I shook hands, I walked away dazed, and I, I sat down for a few minutes, I had tears in my eyes. You know? And when, when Stan Lee it, comes up to you and wants yeah, book sign, yeah, 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 I mean, that's just, I mean, oh, my. There, there is no way to story top myself on that. You yeah. Know? It's like... Holy crap. The fact that, you know, it wasn't I had to give him the book and ask him to look at it. He had it. He brought it because he knew I was going to be there and wanted me to sign it. Holy crap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he sought you out. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's, and also I, I run into celebs every once in a while. Um, like, like Ian of the show. Like, yeah. yeah um, who are familiar with my work before. They, you know, we're professionally uh, associated and that's cool. One last little story I'll, I'll tell. Um, so I'm, my second novel came out, Dead Man's Song. I was at Book Expo America okay. um, in New York, and uh, they had a whole stack of my books to give away, and there's a line there, and this one guy comes up to me, an older fellow, and, and uh, I said to him, does anyone ever tell you you look a little like Alan Alda? And there's a beat, and he goes, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> it was Alan Alda. Someone had given him my first novel as a stocking stuffer. It was a, tr- a mass market paperback, and he saw the second one out, so he got in line to get it. Oh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rattled at this point. Yeah. So I signed it. 
to Jonathan from Allen. And he smiles and says, maybe you want to take another pass on that. So I have that original one at home still, signed wrong, and I, I signed it correctly and shook hands with him and, uh, you know, he leaned over and said, you know, relax, son, you're doing okay. You know, and he walked away. That, that, was, that was a fun moment. Awesome. Well, this was a great conversation. Thank you once again, Jonathan. Thank you, man.